0: Welcome to the Dance to Oneness podcast. My name is Amy Shine, and I'm inviting you to discover and explore the many different paths to more possibilities. I did with Marilyn Bradford, the creator of Right Recovery For You in the Right Recovery For You Facebook group. It was such a great interview. I wanted it included here in these podcasts so that everyone gets access to it and can listen to this. (laughs) We are
1: live. We are live. Yippee! (laughs) Hello, Marilyn Bradford. Hello, Amy Shine. I'm so glad you organized this. Thank you. It's good to have you here. The creator of Right Recovery For You in the Right Recovery For You Facebook group. Oh, I'm thrilled. I really am. And you're, so like, right now, you're like the, the famous star of it all. <laughs> you I'll, got, I'll practice my royal wave. Yeah, you wave to your audience. <laughs> I'm pretty good at this, really, I think.
0: Yes, you are. You're very good. You do it very slowly as well. Like. <laughs> That's really good, Marlon. <laughs> you're your clone now. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, so, welcome everyone. This is the Monday Meeting for All um, with Right Recovery for You facilitators. I am Amy Shine. I'm one of the Right Recovery for You facilitators. And this is the incredible Marilyn Bradford, who is the creator, founder um, of Right Recovery for You, and also the author of this brilliant book that we reference a lot and talk from. So, welcome, Marilyn. Thank you, glad <laughs> to be here. Um, so we titled this week's uh, topic. So the first week, means to kind of t- just talked about generally about addiction. The second week, we talked about actually uh, dealing with other people's addictions. Um, and this week, um, I don't know what they talked about last week. Actually, I'm not sure I was away. But this week, I was asking, OK, what, what could I talk to Marilyn about? There's so many things I could talk to you about addiction. But one of the things I actually, I asked you, could we talk about was targets of addiction? And you were like, yeah, sure. I'm not really sure what what I was really talking about either. But so one of the things you say, Marilyn, that I'm still also trying to tease out is addiction is an energy looking for a target. Yes. So what does that mean?
1: (laughs) Well, it's interesting because there's a, tendency and i'm glad you asked that because i never really have put this into words because addiction itself well it's an entity the way everything is in a way it's an energy but it's sought after by individuals does that make any sense yeah kind of like someone could sneak after anger anger is just there it's a It's an energy and someone can, I mean, they they don't often, sometimes consciously people do it, I think, but they're like anger, I'm gonna be angry. And then they find something to be angry at. Does that make sense? Yeah, they get,
0: then they have this story that goes with the anger. Then they
1: have the story that goes with it. It's a little variation of who does this belong to. So you're walking down the street, you're feeling pretty good and someone's around you and they're so sad, that's the energy. And you pick it up because we're psychic sponges. And then you go, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad. And then you find something to attach it to. Mm, Oh, I must be sad because my uncle's in the hospital or my best friend is moving. Well, that's very similar with addiction. It's in and of itself, people are looking for an energy of escape, an energy of tamping things down, an energy to not be aware and feel what they're aware of and what they're feeling an energy of i don't know how to cope with this no that's not the energy but the thought is i don't know how to cope with this what energy can take me out of that
0: yeah so so marilyn would you say like addiction has many
1: energies then no well yes actually and i think people put different spin on it i mean People who use alcohol as an addiction have a—it's a—it's a different energy in a way than people who do perfectionism, but all of it's about the same thing. Or people who do trauma drama—it's all about leaving yourself and going into something that takes you away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if that makes sense. But no, that's a, that's another really good question. Well- It can show up in so many different ways and it can feel different. Like if you're around someone who's really into alcohol, it can have a different, slightly different energy. You know, they're gone, but it's a slightly different energy than the workaholic or the alcoholic um, or something like that. So yeah. Or someone who, who's using food or food. Yeah, exactly. And even mm-hmm. drugs, drugs
0: ha- like, drugs like marijuana has a different energy to someone using prescription pills
1: to someone yes. using alcohol. This is my cat's tail. I know. He's just He's wondering. It. Well, and also, what was I just, oh gosh, I just, uh, I just had another thought about something. Um, well, like an addiction to right or wrong, that's got a different <sighs> energy too. And people don't get that that's one of the main addictions of this reality and one of the things that came up in the last sop was addiction to thinking
0: yes i heard that one yes. I was, <laughs> he was talking and he was talking about his addictions and i was like oh i was like i didn't i didn't have that one i wasn't like that i was like i don't have and then i was like what are my addictions i was like i don't have any of these and then monica came on and started talking about the addiction <laughs> to thinking
1: and i was like ah oh, that's my addiction <laughs> right the mind is just going and if you, the mind takes us out of being present it takes us out of being aware. Mm. And that's what addiction does. It takes us out of being present. It takes us out of being aware. It takes us out of us. You cannot be and be in addiction at the same time. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. You cannot be and be
0: in addiction at the same time. Right. So what I was looking at before, like I was teasing this out in my head before we got on, I was like, so... You say uh, underneath every addiction is the addiction to the wrongness of you. Yes. right, the judgment of you. So it's like, okay, if addiction is an energy that just is in the world, it just exists in the world. It's here. Like you said, anger is here. Sadness is here. They're all different energies that are here in the world. And we come in as, you know, beings come in and embody
1: this reality. We embody all of that, really, Right. Well, as an infant, probably. It depends how early on the projections of wrongness, because they can come in into the womb. So it kind of depends on where you're born into.
0: And if you embody this whole reality, you embody all of us. So you're aware of it, whether it's in your house or not. Yes. It's part yes. of reality. Like, yeah. it's like we don't come in with
1: judgment. We learn to no. judge. We learn to judge.
0: Yeah. So if addiction, underneath every addiction, is like the judgment and the wrongness, addiction exists because there's judgment. Yes, absolutely. Without judgment,
1: there's no addiction.
0: So it really starts with the judgment. <laughs> yes. And then we grow up and then the judgment. And, and one of the things I was looking at, too, is like, okay, well, and um, when my brother died, mm-hmm. uh, that was when I started to, like, look for things to get me away from what I was aware of. Right. And first, I, I remember it was like I was doing it in college. Or I was in uh, my last year of, of school of we call it secondary school. It's like your cert. Mm-hmm. And I remember I became obsessed with studying. Like I just studied all the time over and over. And over. Like that was my, I guess, addiction. That was my taking mm-hmm. me out of me. And the minute that ended, the minute my exams were done, like, I think nearly immediately I started smoking weed. Mm-hmm. So then that became my new, like, but I was looking, I was like, well, what was I trying to do? And it's like, oh, I just wanted it to get away from what I was aware of. Exactly. exactly. It, was, it wasn't so much judgment, even though maybe it was. It was just a different form of judgment.
1: Well, there was a judgment that you couldn't handle whatever was going on or that it would crush you or what was the judgment? Oh, it was too much.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. too much to be aware of. Yeah. Wow. So all all addiction really does stem, stem from that kind of energy then of like not wanting to deal with what or the point of view that you can't deal with what you're aware of.
1: Yeah. It's not even not wanting. It's that you can't, that you're small, that you're too small. And that's what... Wrongness of self is making yourself really much smaller than you are. You know, and that's what most of it. You were talking about it's too much, but it's Amy, funny. how much were you judged at that you were too much? <laughs> <laughs> I got zillion times. <laughs> yeah, So, so you're judged that yeah. you're too much, and you internalize that. And then other things out there become too much. Too much, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Whew. So that comes back to the antidote to addiction is being you. Absolutely. Being
1: different, being weird, being out there. Being present.
0: Being present. With what
1: is an interesting point of view. Yeah. Everything is just an inest- interesting point of view and you're present with it. And the other thing, the other antidote to addiction is question. Mm. Not, I you know, the whole thing. I want a blue BMW, but <laughs> what what is this? What What is it? What's going on? What's actually, you know, what is this? What can I do with it? I had some body stuff going on and I had concluded that it was something my doctor was like. I think it's this, I'm like, oh, must be. And when I, I was listening to an, a different ESB in the middle of the night and all of a sudden it occurred to me, oh my gosh, I'm not in question. I'm like, buddy, what's going on? And it changed so much. And I realized that when we narrow it down, that's a conclusion and it keeps us from the question, it keeps us from what is. Mm. Conclusions keep us from what is. So, um, I had some stomachy things, and, I'm, and all of a sudden I got the image of Yellowstone. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I like, you know, it's just like, am I aware of volcanoes and Yellowstone? And Is and Yellowstone you know, about to go off, Marilyn? Pardon? <laughs> I know. Well, well, I'm not sure. But basically, essentially, and then I got some other awarenesses. And it's like, oh, everywhere I've concluded, it's blah, blah, blah. And my whole body relaxed. So, question, because Con- addiction is a narrowing. Conclusion is a narrowing. Judgment is a narrowing. And space, question, possibility, that is space where addiction can exist. I love that. Addiction
0: can't exist when you're being space. Exactly. But when you, like you said, like go into the judgment of you, the wrongness of you, or I can't handle this. This is too much. I'm too much.
1: That's where addiction, that's where then you become the target for addiction. Well, it's more that okay, you have infinite energy, right? I mean, just amazing potency. Yes. Whew! That's why we, you were judged as too much. Yeah. When you contract, imagine taking a thunderstorm and contracting it down to a bowling ball. You talk about not being able to handle it. And that's what occurs with most people. The wrongness, everything else, they can track down, and you. There's way too much energy potency to be able to be so contracted. So it's like, help, help me get away from this. It's often not even what appears to be on the outside causing it. It's much more like you just can't put that many volts into a tiny little thing. Wow. Well. <laughs>
0: Wow. So so what it what are some like what are some tools we could give people? So like they are, you know, they're like people are walking around every day feeling like they're too they're too much, they're not enough, they're you know, they can't handle this. Mm-hmm. And like you are walking through the world and, and that shit hits you like a brick. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, now I want to go have a drink, or now I want to go smoke, or now I wanna go eat. What tools can we give people in those moments to recognize like that? Energy and what the, the what the energy
1: of addiction is and how it hits you. Well, one of the things that I tell people is put it off for twenty minutes or half an hour. I love that one. Yeah, and part of that is it does two things. One, it and then use that time to expand out, to go mm-hmm. out in nature, to be by yourself. To ask questions like, what else could I choose right now? And to not make yourself wrong, even if you do choose to go have the gallon of ice cream. Um, and the, the other thing it does is it lets people know that they do have choice. If you can put it off for 20 minutes, you have some choice here. It's not greater than you. And that's a really helpful thing for people to know. And then if you do choose to do it, it doesn't work so well if you're taking like methamphetamines, but if you're eating ice cream or even having a drink or just, you know, I got to work on this, um, do it with awareness, be present with it. You know, I think I've told the story before. Well, I know I have, but where I had a client who was having issues with alcohol and she's like, you know, but I'm going out for Mexican food. This was in Texas um, where we took our Mexican food very seriously. And she said, I always have a margarita with Mexican food. So I said, okay, have a margarita, but drink it with awareness. Pick it up, smell it, have a very small sip. Notice what it tastes like. Notice how how your body reacts to it. So she said, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, just try it out, you know. She came back the next week. She said, I realized I don't even like margaritas. I would just gulp them down because that was the habit. And that's another thing. The more awareness you can bring to what you're doing, the more possibility you can begin to have more choice and change and all of that. But most of us go to our addictions to just... (laughs) kind of surrender to them you know like we and by that surrender you're making it greater than you as if you don't have choice yeah so i think that
0: engulf you i i actually done that many times um and when i delay the like delay the wanting to have a drink or delay the whatever um i usually forget then (laughs) exactly (laughs) You get involved in something else. Do something else. You're like, oh, I don't even want that anymore. Okay, yeah. great.
1: Yeah.
0: So with the, I just want to ask something more about the targets of addiction. So if addiction is an energy looking for a target, mm-hmm. are we the target or is it? No, what? the thing that we choose is the target. The thing we choose. So if we choose to make ourselves less than,
1: then yeah. we become the target.
0: Yeah. Choose to judge ourselves, we become a target for addiction.
1: Yes. Yes, choose to be pathetic.
0: That's a really good one. Because yeah. people love to drink in their self-pity, right? Oh, absolutely. Choose to be a victim. Yeah, a victim. Wow, that's a big target. it's a big target.
1: <laughs> See how everybody mistreats me? It's nah.
0: horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else would, give, would make us a target? Like what other behaviors that we choose make us a target for addiction?
1: Well, living in the past or the future. Not being present. Oh. Well, living in the past and then I suppose worrying about the future. Yeah. Yeah. From the past, yeah. And, and that's back into the mind. Back into the thinking. Yeah. Back think into the thinking that. makes you a target for addiction. Sure.
0: I think it does too. Yeah. <laughs> my mind's going. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, give me a drink.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had yeah. To slowly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Thank God for access bars. Now I'm like,
1: get my bars run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bars are a wonderful thing. And Because so much when people, you know, like I need a drink, I need a cigarette. A lot of that is picking up other people who want a drink or a cigarette or whatever it is. So get your bars run and dissipate those thoughts, feelings, and emotions that aren't even yours. Not even yours. Yeah, exactly. So that's a one. And also talking about, you know, if you're talking about your craving or your addictive behavior while you're getting your bars run, that helps a lot. Oh, okay, good.
0: Yeah. yeah. And if you take the bars class, there's also a process you learn for um, getting you out of um,
1: loops that you get stuck in. Yeah. The trifle that really has helped that you. It really helps so and it, much. And you can tell people they don't have to even say it out loud. It's if, you're, if you're just lying there getting your bars run, you go, I really want to drink. Gosh, you know, I'm judging myself. I'm drinking too much. Because that those are also articulating the thoughts of other people. You
0: know, so, my husband spars later and ask him what, what his points of views are about his drinking. <laughs> so, um, any, anything else targets of addiction that people, it's just, because I, I get that when we have this information, we're more aware of it. Yes. You might, then you might catch the judgment quicker, you yes. know, or catch yes. the, what about being around family?
1: Oh, that's a whole, that's like a whole eight Facebooks, but, um, <laughs> That's a whole series. That's a whole series. Exactly. Because being you in the presence of family can be tricky. Tricky. One of the other things that I wanted to say is be aware of positive judgments, too, even when they're projected onto you. Mm. I had a client once, and she was this gorgeous woman. I mean, and she was about this big around, you know, but she had a figure and all of that. And she was, she was like, because everyone judged her for being gorgeous and having a perfect, almost Barbie doll figure. And she wasn't like obsessed with Barbie. That was not her thing. She was like, I gained a quarter of an inch on my thigh. And like, hey. <laughs> neutral expression, Marilyn. <laughs> but, but she identified with the positive uh, judgments about her and that became, then her body, the perfection of her body became an addiction
0: oh wow yeah perfection of the body became an addiction
1: yeah because of all
0: the actions on her that she was yeah Yeah.
1: and that there was nothing else to her when actually she was a very creative interesting person and that was the direction that we took in the therapy this was wasn't pre-access but it was early on when i was doing access but that was the direction that we took Let's develop. What if you focused on these talents and abilities you have as an artist, as a animal lover? And she volunteered and all these various things.
0: That's amazing. So it's like if you look at it in your own life, like what are the, what were the things that you were, um, like that
1: you were, what's the word? I was going to like say. that were projected onto you, or that what you
0: were like, um, like rewarded not rewarded for but you were like acknowledged for or validated 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 for and like yes like her she was validated yeah. for having the perfect body according to this reality or someone else might be validated for being quiet or validated for being smart and then yes. then that becomes like like you said like maintaining that image becomes
1: your identity like and that and yeah. that's beautiful because then you've cut yourself off from the rest of you with the assumption that that's absolutely not acceptable, whatever the rest of you is. Yeah,
0: you can only be this thing that they um, yeah. that and um, validated in you. Exactly. Wow. That's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> what were you validated for, Marilyn, growing up?
1: Um, kind of being a no count, being less than. Oh. Being, oh, I really was being the, you know, that's just the youngest one, you just, oh, and a little bit, because I had curly blonde hair being cute. And my sister oh. was very plain. Um, truth, truly, those were the main things I was validated for. Wow. Mostly my parents didn't really see any value in me at all. mean, <laughs> did anyone's parents? I know, seriously. They couldn't see the value in themselves. Never mind. Yeah, so they did not see the value in me. But I was—I was—I mean I, mean, I remember. It doesn't even matter. Yes, even grow. Even when I was an adult, I was—that was, you know, you hang out, you take care of your mother, and I just got my second master's degree. That's nice. What's for dinner? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you did. Congratulations! Oh my god. I and no. that's a true story. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, I laugh. I, when my dad calls me, all he ever asks me about is how's my car? And how's, how's your car? <laughs> my car, how's the weather, and how's Mike? It's like the okay. two he'll ask me about. He won't ask me about my business.
1: He won't ask me about <laughs> anything that actually matters to me. Well, now you have a husband to take care of you. Yeah, but He'll ask me about the man. Yes, the man. <laughs> how's your car going? <laughs> Right. Well, and the great thing is the more you have you and be aware and all of that, the more we can just laugh at these laugh things. At it, yeah. They don't have to define us in any way. They don't have to affect us anymore. They don't affect me. And what the best
0: thing is is now I have allowance for this is who yeah. he is and it's where not, he's at, and it's not personal anymore. No, I'm it's trying not to personal. To myself. Before I was always trying to prove to him, like, look what I can do, look what I can do. When I really got, like, he can't receive it. No, as his projection of who I am in his world, right, and that's all he can receive, and it's mm-hmm. not personal. It's just that's where he's at, and the 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 when I got that, that stopped me then trying to prove myself yes. to someone who can actually receive it, and that there's a great gift in that because then I can just enjoy him for who he is,
1: yeah, and not expect anything, and, and not very, very yeah. Different. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that oh, this is an interesting thing. I'm not sure if people can be addicted to proving. However, proving is a way we take ourselves out of ourselves. Definitely. I can see a little bit of addiction in there. Yeah, I I yeah, I really want to like ask some questions around. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't like yeah.
0: There's something else underneath the proving. There's something
1: else underneath yeah. it, yeah. Like the less than and yeah, th- I can get approval this way or validation this way from the world. Um, so I'll try so that.
0: Every time you go to prove yourself to someone or something to look for their validation, look for their
1: approval, mm-hmm. you are leaving you. And yes, that's- and that's- you're making yourself <laughs> less than. You're, you're, yeah. you're, that's another way to promote the less than.
0: And and that's what you say. Addiction is always an energy where you're leaving you. Whenever you leave you for someone or something outside of you, that's the
1: energy of addiction, right? Yeah. Well, it can be also that, you know, the whole use, abuse, and addiction. It can be abuse. You can be aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm using whatever it is, overeating because I don't want to, because my day was stressful and, and I know I'm doing it. When I'm choosing it. But I'm choosing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of unconscious eating. I know
0: I'm running, ringing my father right now looking for validation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm doing it anyway. But I'm, I'm doing, doing it anyway. anyway. And then maybe I'll ask some questions afterwards. Later, when I feel like Later. shit, I might ask some questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm
0: glad we can laugh at this stuff. Oh, me too.
1: Me yeah. too. Yeah.
0: Kathy says, thank you for this conversation, Amy and Marilyn. You're so welcome. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of There's 27 people watching this video right now, oh, Marilyn. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So is there anything else? We're kinda of, I think we're kind of coming towards the time. Is there anything else you want to leave
1: people with? Um the the question that comes to mind is what's right about you you're not getting? Constantly. Constantly. And notice that. where your energy is. I mean, this is like this morning i was like I got to do this got to I'm like wait stop what is that energy creating because we'll choose an energy and go down that path and then it will create anxiety and a desire to get away from things and this and that I'm like okay cuz there are energies like gratitude and allowance that if you choose though if you be those you can't really get into that addictive energy So i'm like okay so what am i grateful for oh my gosh i'm going to mexico i've got time i've i'm pretty well prepared you know i'm gonna see friends i took a walk my kitties are good you know just and building up that energy of gratitude and i get to do this not i have to do this because packing organizing and packing is not my fave but um I love that. So, you, you just said something there. So, gratitude and allowance are an antidote to addiction. Yeah, absolutely. That's brilliant. We're really into gratitude and not just for things, but seeing yeah. the gift in everything. You know,
0: yeah, you're alive today. Like you yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. The electricity is working.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had a roof over my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, Valentina wrote, thank you so much. This is pure gold. You're so welcome. Greetings from Mexico City, embracing me every day. And yes, come to Mexico, please.
1: <laughs> well, sure. well, I'll be there tomorrow with all things. Theoretically, I'll be there tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have certified
1: facilitators in Mexico this week. But um, have you done right recovery for you in Mexico, Marilyn? I have not. I've talked to some people, but it's not actually transpired, but I'm looking forward to it. I A take, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. We have, we have, do we have some Spanish? Right, recovery fields? Yes, we do. We what do. And we have, it's interesting. We have people in, well, um, Dr. Sarah's in El Salvador, and then we have someone I think in Venezuela and, um, you know, uh, there's a wonderful woman who only speaks Spanish. So I always have to have an interpreter. Oh, really? uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, we do have Spanish speaking. Right. Recovery for you. Facility. Do you have the book in Spanish? Yes. Okay. Spanish. Yeah. Italian, German, and French. And I've uh, uh, it's just important to note that the
0: Right Recovery for You facilitators facilitate um, intro classes and the one day Right Recovery for You. And Marilyn is the only one who facilitates the two and a half day Recovery of You with Ease class. So that is a wonderful class, too, if you haven't taken it with Marilyn yet and you want to delve more into the Right Recovery for You um, topics and the depth and breadth of this work. It's pretty deep and it's very, um, it's very rewarding.
1: <laughs> oh, you. Like
0: it should be, yeah, and, and hopefully empowering. It's very empowering. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right Recovery for You is a conversation that goes straight to the core of what's really going on. It's not like a fluffy, like, no, you're not fluffy. <laughs> no, we're not like. So like we're, fluffy. we're like, no, let's look at what's really going on here and change it. So yeah. it's a great class. And the entity of Right Recovery for You is such
1: a gift as well. So well, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for organizing this, Amy. And you have any Right Recovery Few classes coming up online? I do have a Right Recovery Few class coming up. And of course, I can't remember exactly when it is, but I think it's in January. You can go to MarilynBradford.com or the Access Consciousness website um, and look up Right Recovery for You or look look me up as a facilitator and it'll be listed there. Um, and don't forget to try these taster classes; they're amazing. Yeah, the taster series is really incredible, yeah. and the book club too. Yeah, and the book club. And yeah. every Monday we're here. Some yeah, here.
0: yeah. Every next Monday, I'm not sure who'll be on.
1: I'll be. I'll
0: be in Mexico. You'll be in Mexico.
1: That's exciting,
0: but uh, I think uh, we'll have two other facilitators on next week. Yeah, I just posted your um your website in the chat there for anyone who wants it
1: Great.
0: so wonderful thank you so much marilyn for joining me thanks everyone here for watching if you have any questions you know send us a message we'll be back again next week you have marilyn's uh, website there check it out yes all All right
1: Bye, bye everyone thank you
0: Thank you for listening to the Dance to Oneness podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to know more about what I have to offer, you can find me at www.amyshine.net.